Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. So I've been doing a little mini-series this week about things that should exist in podcasting that don't. First day on Monday, we did a deep dive on how we can make audio quality much better by having better things to the servers. And then uh, yesterday, what did I go off on yesterday with? It doesn't really matter, but today, today I want to take on the linear nature of podcasting. I've argued how I should what I should title this uh, particular episode, but it's all about the linear aspect of podcasting and how that's also maybe getting in the way of the 75% of people who don't yet enjoy podcasting. And let me explain what I mean by the linear nature of podcasting. You see, today it's kind of an all or nothing. When you discover a show, when you discover content from a podcaster, it is all in one of two options there, or nothing. And what I mean by that is you get in, you subscribe to a show, and you get that content next week, week after week after. So yesterday we talked about the problem with subscription, and that's 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 one problem. But this is more about your back catalog. Because we don't really have an option that easily lets people navigate through podcasting content. I don't mean within an episode. I mean within the library of content that that podcaster has developed. Take me, for example. This is episode 122. So hi, new person, if you happen to be enjoying this show. You have an option. You can either start right here and get 123 tomorrow and then on and on and on. Or if you say, wow, that was so, so stinking compelling, Evo. I want to go back and consume from episode number one. Okay, And then in about, you know, six hours, you'll be done listening to all of my stuff. Ten hours, I guess, is more like it. That's a lot of content. There's not an easy way for you to go in between content and listen. How can you find the thread between this episode and the other episode? Sure, this is part of a little mini-series, so that makes sense. You can go get the other two episodes. But what about the, I don't know, two dozen other shows that are on similar topics like this? Very future thinking, very far forward. How would you find that? We don't really have a good solution inside of podcasting today because podcasting is very linear, previous and next, although it's almost always next. Now, you may say by looking at your numbers, yeah, well, I don't think people are having a tough tough time downloading back catalog content, Evo. We know it doesn't happen very often, but for those shows that do make evergreen content, they seem to get a whole lot of downloads on their back catalog. To which I say, I agree. In fact, I enjoy a lot of downloads of my back catalog. But what I don't enjoy, and what a lot of people, if they looked a little deeper at their stats, would find they also are not enjoying, is that people probably are downloading a lot of those episodes, but the vast majority of them aren't listening. 
And in fact, that's the same dirty underbelly, if you will, that I think all podcasters would discover if they really looked at their consumption stats. I think a lot of people subscribe to a show with every intent of listening, but then life gets in the way, and they don't. Now, when they do, we already know, thank you, Apple's Podcasts Connect. We do know that once they do listen, they tend to listen all the way through. At least 85% is the average number. Some don't, obviously. But in general, we know that podcast listeners do tend to listen all the way through to an episode, especially those that are really into it. But what I think the numbers show, and what I've seen the numbers showing for a lot of other people that I, I do podcast consulting for clients, so I have access to a lot of data, is I see a lot of downloading activity that it's a tough way to, tough to point directly to, did those people actually listen? And that's a, that's a bit of a challenge. And I think part of the challenge is it's just so much content. We don't know how much to consume. We don't know how to consume all of the content. We don't want to do it that way. We don't want to read from front to back. We don't want to read this book called Podcasting from Cover to Cover. We want to go in and sample. And again, not within a particular episode, but within a show that has dozens, if not hundreds, of episodes available. We want software. We need software. The future will eventually bring us software that will make it easier to thread those things together. Now, today, we can kind of do it on our own if we want to as the podcasters. Yeah, we can tag things appropriately. We can change our website so that it shows here are the related topics. But, I mean, really, honestly, how do I do that? With 122 episodes, that's a, that's a lot of foresight and thought that I don't really have. And I'm also, I'm not very good at categorizing things that way. Software is. And that was kind of the brilliance of why Google beat Yahoo back in the day, way, way, way back at the turn of the century. The reason Google won is that Yahoo and the other places were just simply a directory that had a bunch of keyword matching, which was easy to game. Google comes along and says, hey, I got a new idea. What if we started evaluating these links to these podcasts and evaluating the links of those links to those podcasts and boom, podcast, then boom, Google takes over the world. We don't have anything like that in podcasting. We've had some fits and we've had some starts of people who were trying to make a podcast listening app. We should still call those podcatchers, I think. That utilize some information, grouping things together, trying to find like-minded content. But I don't think any of them did what they should have been doing, which is looking at the listener usage, which is very hard to do. I understand, right? That requires the app itself to report back data and there's challenges around that. But if we knew, if the apps knew and the software knew what kind of content you enjoyed listening to on my show, why doesn't it recommend additional episodes of my show that you might also listen to? Because the software should be and will be soon smart enough to know how much of my content, my individual episode, my individual episodes, which ones you've listened to and which ones you haven't. And rather than making it all a head flip tail, heads or tails coin flip, I was trying to say. The software could be a lot smarter and could determine, help you determine which ones you want to listen to next. Not just because I said it needed to be next, but because it makes sense based on your own listening habits. And sure, why not go look at other listening habits? Person A, B, C happened to enjoy episode 122 and then 19 and then 47 and then six. Don't, I have no idea if those are related or not. Software can know that, hmm, this person made a good connection. I wonder if other people do that too and do some statistical relevance models. People smarter than me can figure this stuff out. I think that's where it's eventually going to go. 
In the meantime, podcasters like me, talking to myself as much as I am talking to you, we need to think about ways to weave threads and themes throughout our content. And even though the podcatching apps, the podcast listening apps aren't going to be helpful, our website certainly could be. We do not have to do a linear dump of our episodes in reverse chronological order or the other way around. We could be grouping things together. We could be making it very simple for people to say, what else should I be listening to in your show? Because I really enjoyed this content at episode number 19. What other episode should I listen to next? We can do that today. It's hard. We're not going to be nearly as good as software at it. And I think it's a it's not a bad idea to get started on that today. Now, call me crazy if you like, but I think software is eventually going to fix this. But if not, there's some ways we can start on that process. We can start some easy things by telling people what to expect next, by telling people other episodes they might like, like this, and some podcasters have done that. Can we do more? Will the future help us do more? That really is the big question. Now, if you're a podcaster or you want to be a podcaster or you're a business and you've been thinking about podcasting, you need some help. Clearly, I think about things on a very big level. <laughs> I would love to help you with your podcast because that's what I do. I help businesses and professional service providers make great podcasts. I keep them out of the technical weeds. I do a lot of the work on the back end for them. If that sounds interesting to you, get in touch with me, would you? Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro and check out all of the services I offer to my clients. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.